The matter of extraterrestrial life is not really a matter of belief. Instead, it's a matter of analysis of the available evidence and probabilities. For instance, there are at least four independent lines of evidence that suggest there has been, and perhaps still is, life on Mars, as a recent Destination Declassified video explained. Those are not conclusive, even taken together, but they are certainly indicative, and that is just on Mars. Beyond our own solar system, there are perhaps 250 billion other suns, many with planetary systems, so maybe our galaxy is teeming with life, Maybe our galaxy is completely empty of life, except for us. Or maybe our galaxy is somewhere in between. A survey of the populations of 24 countries in 2017 found that at least half of the total human population of Earth believes that there is life elsewhere in our galaxy and in the universe as a whole. And as it is, in fact, much more difficult to find people who do not believe that life exists elsewhere than those that do. However, not all the people surveyed would have had the knowledge to make an informed decision on their belief. So in this video, we'll look at just three well-known people who are either scientists or highly intelligent people who are either still alive today or deceased, whose beliefs on extraterrestrial life is based on the evidence available, probability and science. And instead of just focusing on intelligent extraterrestrial life, we will also look at their belief in the existence of more simple life forms as well. The latter is, of course, much more likely at the moment than the former. Let's get started. Gilbert Levin Gilbert Levin and his research partner, Patricia Stratt, devised the labelled release biology experiment for the Viking 1 and Viking 2 spacecraft that landed on Mars in 1976. These experiments found strong evidence of metabolic activity on Mars. However, since other instruments, specifically the gas chromatographic mass spectrometer on the Viking landers failed to detect organic compounds in the Martian sediment, the Levin and Strat results were discounted by NASA. This is unfortunate because the instruments that had failed to detect organic compounds on Mars also failed to detect them 50% of the time they were tested on Earth, and the Phoenix lander detected in August of 2008 the presence of perchlorate in the Martian sediment. This was an unexpected result. While perchlorate can be highly toxic to organisms, it also destroys organic compounds. As was found when perchlorate at the known concentration on Mars was added to soil from the Atacama Desert of Chile, which had been heated to the temperature the Viking samples had been heated to. The results replicated those found on Mars. The Curiosity rover has subsequently found complex organics on Mars, and of course, the seasonal spikes in the concentration of methane in the Martian atmosphere, and also from Martian orbiters and Earth-based observations. There is no doubt at all that there are complex organics on Mars, in spite of the perchlorate. In 1997, Levin announced that 20 years of research on Earth had failed to reproduce the apparent Martian metabolic activity by non-biological means. Levin has continued this research and is quite convinced that the labelled release experiment on the Viking landers did indeed detect biological activity, and is a strong believer that there is some form of life on Mars. Stephen Hawking Stephen Hawking, who died in March 2018, was an astrophysicist best known for his research into the physics of black holes while suffering from the degenerative disease 
ALS. He never unequivocally declared that he was convinced that there was life anywhere other than Earth. Instead, he took a proper scientific wait-and-see attitude. But he was also famously quite vocal about his concern regarding announcing our presence to any extraterrestrial civilizations. He cautioned on numerous occasions that when more advanced technological societies entered less advanced societies, the results were generally disastrous for the less advanced groups. And Hawking viewed this as likely to be a typical outcome in general, even if we were contacted and visited by an advanced extraterrestrial civilization. Hawking was very concerned that we keep quiet and listen, but under no circumstances announce our own presence. His worry was real, and it seems very unlikely that he would have harbored these worries if he thought that advanced extraterrestrial civilizations were themselves unlikely. Hawking certainly thought that there were genuine reasons to be concerned, and he also thought the probability of there being extraterrestrial civilizations somewhere was high enough to join the Yuri Milner in establishing the Breakthrough Listen project, which we can save for another video. Paul Allen and Franklin Antonio. These two appear here together because they have expended huge sums of their personal fortunes to establish and maintain the Allen Telescope Array, which is among other research projects intimately involved in SETI. Paul Allen was of course the co-founder with Bill Gates of Microsoft. Allen was involved in a wide array of humanitarian activities, scientific in nature, including brain research, cellular biology, and many other areas. Among these activities was an infusion of over $30 million of his personal fortune to aid in the construction of what was initially called the One Hector Telescope, and later renamed the Allen Telescope Array. This was planned to eventually encompass at least 350 radio dishes, each 20 feet in diameter, which would function when complete as a single dish of well over 300 feet in diameter. There are currently only 42 dishes in operation, but they have already contributed significantly to radio astronomy. The ATA does a broad range of research in radio astronomy, but is perhaps most well known to the general public for its involvement in the search for artificial signals that would indicate the existence of aliens. By the time Allen died in October 2018, the ATA was suffering from a shortage of funding, but Franklin Antonio stepped in to fill the void. Antonio is a co-founder of Qualcomm and has long been associated with SETI as a benefactor and active member of the ATA science and engineering team. Antonio is just one of many space billionaires who are investing huge amounts of their personal wealth into funding the race to become the first to make contact with aliens, in the belief that it's only a matter of time before they do so. The four highly intelligent people we've mentioned are not the only ones to believe in extraterrestrial life. The belief has also gained significant credibility in recent decades from not just scientists, but also prominent military and government figures. So what really are the chances of finding extraterrestrial life on some other planets in the universe? While it's possible, we are getting closer as scientists continue to learn more and more about the conditions under which life can appear, and some laboratory research has come comparatively close to actually creating what might at least be described as quasi-life. Also in recent years, there has been an explosion of knowledge about how extreme conditions can actually still harbor life as more and more organisms on Earth are discovered 
in conditions that were never expected to allow it, which opens up the possibility of life in some form on planets with conditions previously deemed too extreme for anything to live on. And as we have noted here and in other videos, there are several lines of evidence that Mars did and may still support life of some sort, possibly below the surface where it would be shielded from fatal doses of radiation. However, despite these breakthroughs, the search for extraterrestrial civilizations or intelligent life has not fared nearly as well, and in fact has been criticized by some scientists as being pseudoscience because it's open-ended and seemingly in fact unending, even in the apparent lack of any results. The main criticism is simply that intelligent technological life may be extremely rare and or so far away that we are not likely to detect it in the near or even medium term future. Other hypothetical reasons for why we haven't yet detected extraterrestrial signals may be for the following reasons. Technological civilizations obliterate themselves. Natural phenomena like high energy gamma rays destroy them. Their signals haven't reached us yet. They're using a form of communication as yet unknown to us. They're not aiming any messages at us because they do not know we're here. Everybody is just listening and not transmitting. The alternative would be to concede, without any evidence at all, that our terrestrial intelligence and technology is completely unique in our galaxy, and possibly in the entire universe, and we are the only ones. However, many people, including us, and those who have donated staggering sums of money to the effort, remain optimistic that extraterrestrial life will eventually be detected, and is worth the effort and cost and much of this optimism now has a solid basis in science. So all we can do for now is listen, try better, and innovate technologies, and wait.